Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This is episode 11 from the week of September 23rd, 2018. Here we are on episode 11, coming at you right now. Today, we have some cool stuff happening. Um, and when I say cool stuff, I mean I have a special guest. So I'm excited to discuss my favorite snacks and her favorite snacks with listener Nikki from New Jersey at the end of the show. So it's uh, my second guest on the show, so I'm really excited to... Uh, have someone to talk to on the episode so stay tuned for that at the end of the episode but before that we do have some news um now this week some big news broke uh, illuminations is ending so i want to talk a bit about that uh and then a couple weeks ago i reported that the center town market is going to be coming soon to the newly caribbean beach uh, after like the renovations are done later this year uh, and then Animal Kingdom announced a really cool experience where you can get up close with rhinos over at Animal Kingdom. Um, so this week is just a bit different because I am uh, I'm going away a lot. It's just this time of year I've been going away a lot. And uh, I'm recording this episode a bit early. So the news, uh, I only have a few news items this week. And that's why I have this other segment to keep you guys entertained a bit longer. Um, otherwise, this would probably would have been a very short show. Um, so yeah, we're going to discuss those three news items. And then we're going to talk food because you know me, I love the food at Walt Disney World Resort. So so let's just jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast. So last week, I was saying that it was a very slow news week. Now, to start off this week, Disney dropped a bombshell. 
Now, I shouldn't say it's a, an exact bombshell because it, it's been heavily rumored that with a lot of the changes that are coming up at Epcot, um, they're going to be replacing Illuminations Reflections of Earth. Um, now, it happened, uh, or it started almost 20 years ago. It debuted back in 1999 uh, in October, uh, and that was actually part of the uh, Disney World Millennium Celebration. So this is coming to an end at uh, summer 2019. Um, now, Epcot is going through a huge transformation. Uh, and there's getting a lot of new experiences coming um, that are going to keep true to the original vision of the park. And they are going to be bringing in all new nighttime fireworks spectacular uh, to the World Showcase Lagoon. So the new show is actually going to be joining like the newly anticipated Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster, as well as the Ratatouille-inspired attraction in the World Showcase, and the new table service restaurant that's going to be near uh, Mission Space. So, I, it doesn't exactly say when the new show is going to premiere, but I assume it's going to premiere right after uh, Illumination ends, because that's, that's what happened with Wishes and when the Happily Ever After took over. So I assume that's what's going to happen. Now, there's really no details on what the new show is going to be. Um, I just, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not it's going to be about the world and all the different countries in the world. But I feel like they're going to be incorporating characters into the show now. Uh, so it'd be kind of cool if they showed like all, like there's... All the Disney movies, Pixar movies, Disney animation movies, like they take place all over the world. So I feel like they need it. They're going to incorporate the culture of the different worlds um, with whatever's happening in the movies. So uh, say uh, Mulan or if they do Ratatouille in Paris or Lilo and Stitch in Hawaii, maybe. Who knows? I mean, I know it's the United States, but or the Polynesian Um so it's, I feel like they might do something along that route. Uh, I really do hope uh, it has characters because I think a lot of the complaints that are coming from Rivers of Light, which is the newest show that debuted uh, to 2017, did it debut? 2016? I can't remember when it debuted. I think it was last, or two years ago. Last year? Anyways, whenever, whenever Rivers of Light debuted, um, pretty sure it was last year, but um, a lot of the complaints is that there's not there's not any Disney characters in it, and that's what people want to see. I mean, I saw the show; it's a beautiful show, but it's like there's nothing memorable about it. Um, and I think that's why I'm kind of happy that Illuminations is ending because I I I never really connected with it. Uh, the last time I watched it was uh, 2013. I was with my wife, and I remember. I remember enjoying the show, but it just, it didn't connect with me the way that, like, Wishes did, or the way Fantasmic does. Um, my favorite show in all the Disney parks, while well, I've only been to Disneyland and uh, Walt Disney World, is the World of Color in Cal the California Adventure Park. Cal World of Color is my, my favorite show. It's the, I think it's the best one. Um, and it's great, because, like, all of these shows, they have, like, the characters that you know and love. Um, and I, that's kind of what was missing from Illuminations. Yes, it's a cool fireworks show, but like it just it didn't connect with me on any level. Um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of happy that it it's going to be going away. Uh, I think it's it's much needed. 
uh, for a refresher, and it's 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 going to be sad. I mean, it is going to be sad that's going because I know a lot of people love it, but I I am happy about this. Um, and I'm not I'm not sure if I'm going to be if I'm going to be able to see it one more time. I mean, I, f- I feel like I might do a last minute trip next year. I have no idea, but um, I th- I think the last time I was probably I had probably seen it was 2013. Um, uh, now I won't I won't. Uh, I won't be I won't be too sad, but um, but yeah, I think I think this is good for the park. I'm just I just kind of hope they don't use just like the Guards of the Galaxy in this show. It's it's in World Showcase. I just don't think that would belong there. Um, uh, yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with this show. So, but yeah, so that was that was definitely the biggest news item that hit this week. Um, yeah, Illuminations heading out end of summer next year. So take a look at it one more time if you can, if you get down there. But um, but yeah, so we're just gonna move on over to our next uh, a next item, and we're gonna talk just a bit about the Caribbean inspired eats that are coming to the Caribbean Beach Resort over in Walt Disney World. So a couple weeks ago, uh, Disney had gave a few details about the Centertown Market that's uh, being installed over at uh, the Caribbean Beach Resort, which is going through a lot a big transformation. Um, so they have some new details about the Centertown Market, and they also announced a poolside bar called Banana Cabana. Um, so first, we're going to talk about the Centertown Market. Um, now, this is a quick service restaurant. Uh, that is kind of reimagined to an indoor street market so that there's going to be it's going to be a very open space um, it's going to be very family friendly friendly uh, and there's going to be a lot of uh, latin and caribbean uh, caribbean inspired dishes caribbean caribbean you know whatever you know what i mean <laughs> um and now one of the highlights of the menu is the new island bowl that's going to be available uh for breakfast and dinner now these bowls are are they're pretty they're very customizable it's kind of similar to how satuli canteen works over at um uh uh, pandora um and where you can get like a bowl so how this works is you get a choice of base uh, a sauce and like a protein Uh, and then if you're ordering a breakfast bowl you can get uh, like an egg on top either if it's like scrambled poached um, or if you want like a tofu scramble. Uh, so bases uh, for these bowls include red beans and rice, uh, and that's offered all day. You can get home fries for breakfast and greens like salad and stuff for dinner. Uh, and then the proteins, which, was, uh, which I'm excited about, uh, you can choose between uh, rotisserie beef, bacon, chorizo, or a plant-based sausage for breakfast. Um, and there's also rotisserie beef, uh 
Oh, sorry. So the sorry, the few options I just I read that wrong. The few options I just told you were for breakfast. Um, so I'm gonna run those through those again real quick. Uh, the rotisserie beef, bacon, chorizo, plant-based sausage. That's all for breakfast. Uh, and then for dinner, you could do the rotisserie beef, pork shoulder, banana leaf wrapped fish, jerk chicken thighs, or there's a vegan chipotle seaton. Seaton. I don't know what that is. Seaton. S e i t a n. Uh, I assume vegans will know this one, but I'm, I apologize. I don't even know what that is. Um, anyways, so that there's your vegan option. Um, so there's also a, a breakfast sauce. Uh, there's uh, the options include salsa verde or pico de gallo, and then dinner sauces are chimichurri, uh, garlic ranch, or spicy pink sauce. Now. Disney says there are over 30 different combinations that you can choose from. Um, and now I'm actually going to look up what uh, Seaton is real quick, if I'm even saying it correctly. Um, okay, so it's like a different type of like tofu, tofu or tempeh. Uh, it, is a, it is a wheat gluten. It's a food made from gluten. The main protein is wheat. Uh, and it's made by washing wheat flour dough with water. Uh, yeah, so pretty much it's just a, it's a wheat gluten. So if you have tofu or tempeh, um, that's it's similar to what it is. If if you weren't show sure, so I actually really like tempeh. I think that's how you say it. Tempeh is really good. Tofu is not too bad. Huh? I, th I think it's 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 pretty good as well. So okay, so uh, next on the breakfast menu, there's also egg benedicts, or there's like a all American breakfast platter with. With eggs, home fries, sausage, bacon, toast—you know your, your your usual. But then they also have coconut waffles. What? I didn't. I didn't know that existed. Uh, coconut waffles that come with fresh fruit, or you can do banana pancakes topped with granola, pineapple chunks uh, served with sausage and maple syrup. Um, and then there's like for dinners, they have salads, pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and burgers. Uh, so there's a, like a little bit for everyone and for dessert they have a tropical tart with key lime mango and passion fruit curd uh, and then there's a chocolate cream tart uh, with chocolate cake coffee chantilly and caramel crispies so there's lots of different options for the kids too just like little offerings for them uh, and then they'll have uh, fountain beverages um, so so that's a lot of the stuff you can get over at the Center Town Market, uh, and that's going to be opening uh, again later this year. Uh, and I, I wow, these these breakfast sounds really good. So I think this is a really cool option. But um, so Disney not only announced the food, but like I said, they announced the Banana Cabana, uh, and this is a poolside bar, um, and it's going to have an outdoor lounge. Uh, there's going to be uh, food, alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. Um, so it, they are going to have like a exclusive cocktails. Um, and some of the drinks include the pink guava colada, which is features rum, guava puree, pineapple juice, cream of coconut. And the, there's also the Kraken punch, which has spiced rum, blood orange sour and pomegranate and orange juices and then they have a lot of caribbean beers as well uh, and there are going to be non-alcoholic options like i said and one of them one of the drinks is called the tropical paradise and that is 
uh, a fruity blend of pineapple, coconut, cinnamon, and lime dusted with nutmeg. So all of that sounds phenomenal. Um, uh, so these are set to open late fall of 2018. So probably just before it gets busy for Christmas, which is which will be good for the Caribbean Beach Resort. Um, so that's all they have the news on that, but all of that sounds great. Uh, it really makes me want to go to the Caribbean Beach Resort now. I've never, I've never been there. I really don't know too much about it. I'm not familiar with it, uh, but all of that sounds fantastic, and I'm, I'm kind of excited because uh, this, honestly, like I said, it makes me want to stay there. So. Um, so that's not all the food we're going to be talking about today. So again, we're going to be talking about snacks coming up later in the show. So, uh, so you might want to stay tuned for that. But before we get to that segment, uh, I have one more news item that I think is really cool. And that is a, a new experience over at the Animal Kingdom where you can get up close with rhinos. So I'm really excited to say that Disney announced a new experience that guests can use and I'm a little like I'm a little emotional talking about this one because I, I really really want to do this and I think it would be such a great experience. Um, Disney announced that there's a new backstage animal experience over at the Animal Kingdom uh, and it's uh, called Up Close with Rhinos. And what it is, is it's a 60-minute guided adventure um, that will allow the guests to have a, a behind-the-scenes look of how the team over at the Animal Kingdom cares for uh, the white rhinos over on the Kilimanjaro safaris and how Disney is also helping save the, the animals from just becoming endangered in the wild. Um, so they also say that uh, you can even, guests can even have a chance to actually touch the rhino. And rhinos are one of my favorite animals on the planet. I've always had a fascination with them as a kid. And it is really sad that um, that over uh, in Africa and Southeast Asia, that uh, they're, they're some of the, among the most endangered animals in the world uh, due to all the poaching. And it's great to see that Disney is supporting the rhino con conservation efforts around the world because um, they are really critically endangered, uh, uh, endangered. So it's phenomenal that they're allowing guests to kind of have like a really intimate experience, uh, learning more about the rhinos, seeing the rhinos, and again, maybe even getting a chance at the touch a rhino. Um, so it's, it's an experience that the next time I go to Disney, I am absolutely doing this. I, I've wanted to do something like this my entire life, and I can't. Like, I, I really, really want to do this. Um, I don't know why I'm getting like I'm getting like a little emotional talking about this. I'm super. I've never been so excited about something that Disney uh, has announced. Um, 
I don't know if you can hear my voice. So I'm like, I don't know why. I'm just getting like emotional about it. It's yeah, it's really cool though. Um, so uh, there is uh, one tour offered each day of the Rhino. So it's only happening once a day. So you can book uh, the experience starting September second. Uh, and this is actually the guy, the the guy, or the sorry, the tours don't start until November first. Uh, but yeah, you can start booking the twenty second, which was actually yesterday, so uh, Saturday, September twenty second. Um, and it's that day is actually World Rhino Day as well. Um, so guests have to be at least four years old to participate, uh, and the cost of this is forty dollars plus tax. Um, and if you're a season select, uh, for some select pass holders and Disney Vacation Club members, uh, discounts are available for that. So, and you, if you want to make a reservation, it looks like you have to call 407 WDW Play. Um, $40 for a tour like this is, I mean, it's like that's nothing. That's a really great, great bargain for your price and for what you're getting. Uh, I think. It's an experience that you won't forget, and I honestly cannot wait to try this. So, yeah, book, book, you could book right now. I mean, this uh, when this podcast is released, you can start booking. So, yeah, um, I'm really happy Disney announced that, and I honestly cannot wait to do it. So, but anyways, um, so now that that's the end of the news. Uh, we. Again, short news week uh, because I had to record a bit early. So I'll catch up with the, the later news that's happening on the back half of uh, the last week and incorporate it into next week's episode. But for now, let's uh, let's have a conversation about food. Again, we're going to talk about more food and uh, talk about our favorite snacks in Walt Disney World. Today we are joined by a very special guest. Uh, we are here with Nikki from New Jersey. Say hi, Nikki. Hey, guys. So Nikki is actually uh, a listener from, I think, from the beginning. Uh, I'm curious, how did you find the show? Because we've been kind of chatting on Instagram, just like every time like I, if I post something, uh, mostly about snacks. Uh, anytime it's about food, you always have like a great response to it. But how did you, how did you come across the show? I'm curious. I think you followed me. Did I? Okay. Yeah, I think so. And I think I just followed you back and you were like, I'll do a podcast. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Well, well, thank you for listening and sticking around. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge on social media to to try to get listeners. And usually how it works is you, you follow people, you interact and you, and you gain listeners. And I mean, thank you for being here from the beginning and being a supporter. So um, but you had, yeah, you had reached out and like I said before, we kind of talk about snacks a lot you're always like, Oh Matt, there's new snacks over at like all stars and stuff like that. And, um, 
yeah, we did. We talked about a while ago if we wanted to do like a snack segment, like our favorite our favorite snacks in the park. Um, so, did you want to talk snacks with me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So I think what we'll do is we'll kind of do our top five, um, top five snacks in Walt Disney World. Sorry, Disneyland. Um, I, I apologize, but we're just going to do Walt Disney World today. Um, and before we get started, I do have to ask you a question because at the top of the show, I talked about uh, Illuminations is now leaving Walt Disney World. How I want to know your thoughts on that. Um, thank you. Uh, thank goodness that they're going to change up the show. Um, I've seen it three times. The first time I was like, wow, this is awesome. The second time, you know, I paid more attention to it. And now I'm going to see it for the final time. And I think it's time to say goodbye and hello to a bigger and better show. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I did I did discuss my opinions on it earlier in the show. Um, but yeah, I'll just kind of re- reiterate that. I do, I do kind of feel the same way. It just, it didn't, it didn't touch me as a kid. So it's just, uh, I like it, but it, I'm, I've, I've, I've always liked it, but I'm just kind of glad that it's something new is coming to the studios or sorry, not the studios to Epcot. Um, I'm just really curious what they're going to do. Uh, cause there's a lot of changes with like Marvel characters and Pixar characters coming to the park. Um, if, if you had an ideal show for World Showcase, do you have anything in mind at all at the top of your head of something you might want to replace it? No, not really. But I mean, like we, I thought, you know, going back to prior shows, Wishes was awesome, but this new one is amazing. So it's only going to get better. Yeah. But hopefully they bring more Marvel characters because I'm such a Marvel, Marvel freak. Too, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, it's tough um, because it's it's in World Showcase, so it, I don't, I don't know if they'll want to stick with the the world theme or if they're gonna branch out to um, yeah other characters f- that are based in like different parts of the world. So I don't know. We'll see. But um, thanks, thanks for giving your quick opinions on that. Um, so I think. The last, a lot of the episodes now, as you guys can tell, is I love talking about the food at Walt Disney World. Um, and some of my favorite things are snacks. And Nikki, I know some of your favorite things are snacks at Walt Disney World. So, um, so what we're going to do, like I said before, we're going to do our, like our top five snacks uh, and just kind of briefly talk about them, have like a, have a good lengthy conversation about it. Um, so I, I want you to start. What if you had to have your top five snacks, what would be your number five snack? My number five snack? Um, okay, so I'm not a big... I don't even know if this counts as a snack. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, anywhere in like the candy stores, anywhere in the park this summer, the... Wow, sour gummy worms. The Goofies snack. Okay, yeah. Are like, they are the best. I never like sour stuff. But these are, like, the best. Like, there's an enough amount of sour. <laughs> and, like, the sweetness after, like, I don't I don't buy gummy worms anywhere else. Like, my extra snack credits, I literally fill my suitcase with them and I come home. I actually just ate them with lunch today. Oh, did you? <laughs> yes. They are, like, the best. Yeah, I know lots of people like to use their snack credits at the end of the trip on just like the yeah the candies or the rice krispie treats, anything they could just like take home with them. 
Um, so I guess I guess you like to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I've ever had the gummies. I've actually like I never really buy the candy that comes with like like Mickey or Donald like packaged on them. Um, I feel like I because I, I don't really do dining plans when I go. Next time I definitely want to, but I yeah I, I guess I just want to I I spend my money elsewhere. Just not the not the uh, not the snacks, but I think that is a good idea. Um, if you're at the end of the trip and you have lots of snack credits left over on your dining plan, fill it up, F- fill it, fill your suitcase up with as many bag like bagged candies that you can bring home. But cool. Anything else you want to say about the gummies? Is there another another one of those packages that you like or no? No, no, that's it. I was hooked on those. Cool. Sounds good. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do another like kind of snack where you could just eat out of the, eat out of the bag. So I don't know. Have you ever heard of uh, Mahindi? It's a stand over in Africa. Have you heard of it? No. No. So yeah, I don't I, I don't know if that many people. It's you can kind of miss it. So it's a it's a snack stand. At, it's as you enter Africa from Discovery Island, uh, you walk over the bridge. Say you're coming from Pandora. You leave Pandora and you walk towards Africa. You go over the bridge, right to uh, right on the right side. There's a stand called Mahindi, and they have um, one of my favorite snacks. It's cinnamon glazed almonds. Now, do you do you venture into New York City at all? Since you're oh. you're, you're local, of course, so, like almost every weekend. <laughs> oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, so you, so you know what I'm talking about when they have the the nuts for nuts stands, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, okay, so I love those nuts for nuts stands. So if so, if you're listening, you're not in the New York City area. They have these stands called nuts for nuts, and they're just like these really sweet and or kind of salty and crunchy uh, almonds, cashews, nuts that uh, and they're phenomenal. It's I always liked when I was commuting home and I would hop on the train with like a couple bags of them. So pretty much the stand in uh, Africa, Mahindi, is very similar. Uh, it's, like I said, cinnamon glazed almonds, uh, but you can also get them in pecans as well. Um, they're just like a great snack. They're, they're crunchy. Uh, they're just, they're really great to just uh, munch on as you, as you walk around the park. Um, just eat them right out of the bag. Um, so does this, this, do you like the nuts for nuts stands? I forget it. Did I ask you that? I do. I love them. All right, then next time you're there, I would definitely try these. These, they're awesome. They're really good. So, um, cool. So, uh, what is your number four favorite snack in Walt Disney World? I would have to go with, um, in Magic Kingdom, the citrus swirl. I'm sorry, guys. I am not a fan of the um, Dole Whip. I, I don't know why I get a lot of backlash from that, but the citrus swirl is like a creamsicle, but it's different because it's like a, a soft serve vanilla ice cream, and then it's kind of like a Italian ice orange. Is, really, really good. And this is at the same place as um, the Dole Whip, right? Uh, what is it? Aloha Isle? Is that it? Aloha I Isle? Think I- I think I got it. No. No, is it Sunshine the... Tree Terrace? Yes. Sunshine Tree Terrace, yes. right? Yeah. And you know what? I think I'm just realizing now 
a couple episodes ago when I was talking to uh, Giovanni, I think I gave misinformation because I said that the upside down pineapple Dole Whip is at Sunshine Tree Terrace, but it's actually Aloha Isle. So I'm sorry, guys. But uh, sorry. Anyways, sidetracked. Okay, so uh, continue. I apologize. <laughs> so. It's, I mean, it's just like, you know, I live by Seaside Heights. You know, I have all the shore areas. And a lot of these places around here have like a creamsicle soft serve ice cream. And I don't like it. Like, I don't think a combination of orange juice and milk go together. But I tried this. I was really, really iffy. And I actually love it. That's the first thing I go to when I go to Magic Kingdom because it's nice, cool treat. I think uh, I think I'll have to try that because I'm a big orange is like my favorite flavor anything. Um, so I don't think I've ever had the the creamsicle uh, ice cream. Um, but I I do agree with you. I'm not a fan of Dole Whips. Uh, I'm sorry as well, everyone. You will not see that on either of our lists today. Uh, but uh, like I said, I am a fan of the upside uh, upside down pineapple ice cream. So it's an ups- upside down pineapple cake with just the pineapple ice cream. So that's good. But the Dole Whips, yeah, um, it's it's not my it's not my jam either. So cool. So you can find that treat at the what did I say the, the sunshine sunshine tree terrace over in Adventureland. Cool. Um, so I think I'm going to go with my number four. I'm going to stay in Magic Kingdom. And I might have mentioned this on the show before, uh, but it's the Cheshire Cattail over at the Cheshire Cafe in Fantasyland. Have you heard of these before? Yes, I've heard of it. I never had it. I was going to, but it was really, really hot the day that I was there. And the last thing I wanted was food. Oh yeah, yeah. This thing is served warm, so if yeah, if you're looking for something nice and cold, I would not get uh, the Cheshire Cattail. Um, but yeah, pretty much what it is, it's like a chocolate Danish twist. Um, it's it's soft. It's a long. It kind of represents the Cheshire Cat's tail from Alice in Wonderland. So it's like a long Danish. Uh, it's soft and flaky, and it's filled with chocolate chips and uh, a cream filling. Uh, and on top, it is decorated uh, with stripes of icing, and it's again, it's colored to resemble the Cheshire Cat. So it has like blue and purple icing on top. It is so good. Uh, I think it's new this past year or so. Um, I, I when I was on my trip, I had to get two. I got one earlier in the day at Magic Kingdom, and then later that day, I got a second. Uh, they are so good. Um, so I would again, Nikki. If when next time you go to Magic Kingdom, definitely try it. I don't know what time of year you're going, but hopefully it's cold enough where you'll want to try this. I'm going back in March. March is like the perfect time. I went in March yeah. the past two years, and it's I think it's like one of the best times to go. Mm-hmm. When when are you going in March? Um, the second week. Oh, second week. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that's kind of when like spring break starts. Yeah. Yeah. If if I, to me, what I think is the best time is the first week of March because how Disney schedules everything. There's President's Day weekend. Well, Disney doesn't schedule that, but President's Day weekend it is always crowded. the The weekend after that is there's always um uh, there's a run Disney event. I think it's the Princess Half Marathon. 
So then that's a super busy weekend. But the week after that, there's like very minimal crowds because it's like a weird lull in between spring break uh, and that half marathon where there's like crowds are like pretty low and the, the weights are, are pretty minimal. So just a tip. Uh, if, if you never thought about that before, but I think the second week you'll be fine because it's not like officially spring break yet, so I think you'll be good. Have you gone in March before? Yeah, I go all the time in March. Did you, oh, did you go this past year in March? Um, no, not this past year. I went the year before and then the year before that. Oh, nice. Okay, when did you? Because I went two years ago. When did you go the year before that, or in two thousand seventeen? Yeah, when did you go there? The first week of March. Oh, I was there as well. That's when I was on my bachelor party. Oh. Yeah. You might have seen like eight crazy guys running around the parks. Maybe. So. Drinking around the world? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Honestly, it's, yeah, it wasn't, I'm not a big, I'm not a big drinker. So it was, it was more just about my friends being there. It's, it was a good time. I'll, I'll have to do a show about it one day. But, um, cool. Um, Okay, so what did, I went last, right? So we're on your number three favorite snack. Do you want to go back into Epcot, or do you want me to? No, let's let's go back into Epcot because I got one. I can go into Epcot. Let's do it. Okay, so in the French Pavilion, the I might say this wrong. I call it a palmer, but I think it's called palmier. Is it is that the treat or is that the the snack stand that you get it at? That's the treat. Oh, what is it called? It's okay. So in New York City they call them Palmers, but in France I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay. It. So okay. So from being uh, so close to the city, uh, and they're known as elephant ears. They're really really poofy, flaky, yummy pastry and in france pavilion you could get some chocolate covered so just add to the yumminess <laughs> do you how do you spell that because i gotta look these up because i elephant ears here i'm gonna try to do that elephant ears um because i've never heard of this one how, how do you spell it palm p-a-l p-a-l m-i-e-r oh okay i know exactly what you're talking about yeah it's yeah, I don't know how to say that either. Palmier. Yeah, I guess it's Palmier elephant ears. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, those do look really good. Yeah, I can imagine how good they are with chocolates. Do you know where you can find those in the France Pavilion? Because there's, a, I think, a pastry shop that has, I think, even like sandwiches in it too, but I don't remember the name of it. No, I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> no worries. It's all good. Um, so do you? is it like one of those things that you have to get every time that you go? Absolutely. It reminds me so much of home, but they just dip it in chocolate and it makes it so much better because everything is better covered in chocolate. <laughs> do they do they like half dip it in chocolate or is no, the whole thing in chocolate? No, you don't have to. No, so, okay, so they you ask them to dip it in chocolate? They sell it chocolate dipped and then not chocolate dipped. Oh, okay. Is the whole thing chocolate dipped or is like only a part of it? Just a part of it. Oh, like cool. Like the big ear part. Gotcha. Okay. Nice. I'm going to have to definitely try that because I've actually never had one of these before. I mean, I live near a lot of 
Well, I guess it's not, I was going to say Italian chops, but I guess this is a, a French thing. Um, cool. All right. Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to try that the next time I go. That's a new snack on my list because I never knew this existed. So cool. Well, I'm going to stay in World Showcase as well. Um, now, it's not in one of the pavilions. Uh, so I've actually mentioned this not too long ago. Uh, I, I talked about it on the uh, Food and Wine Festival preview. Um, I talked about the croissant donut. Um, have you, cronut. The cronut, yeah. So so it's this is located at the refreshment port. And uh, it's kind of at the beginning of World Showcase. Uh, it's right... It's right next to um, Canada, uh, so it's right next to Canada. There's a there's a refreshment port you can grab this at. So the cronut. So what I found out was when I was doing just a little bit of research on this, uh, the cronut is actually um, it's actually a trademarked name uh, from the Dominique Ansel Bakery in New York City because that's where it originated. Uh, have you ever had the? Have you ever gone to this bakery before or no? Okay, so I went to go on a weekend trip with my cousins, and the line was wrapped around the block. No kidding. When they first came out, they were impossible to get to. But no, I have yet not gone back. Uh Yeah, these things blew up on social media, like, when when they first came out. Uh, So that's, yeah, I guess that's why there was a long line. That's crazy. Um, but so, uh, if you go to Disney world, uh, this one is just, well, I can't say just as good. I've never had the other one, but this one is phenomenal. Um, so how the cronut works is the cronut is a donut made from layer upon layer of like a, of the croissant pastry. So pretty much they just like cut out thin rings or thin layers of croissant pastry and just stack them on top of each other. Uh, to, to make it look like a donut and then it's fried up and it's tossed with cinnamon sugar uh, and it's uh, it's phenomenal it is so good and there's no line there's never a line at refreshment port um, and what I like I said I talked about two weeks or a few weeks ago on the food and wine there's a whole stand uh, called taste track for the food and wine festival where you can get all these different toppings like put on it um, but it's all year round at the refreshment port, uh, and you can also get it a la mode, so you can put a put a thing of ice cream on there if you want too. So, um, have you had? Sorry, have you had the cronut yet, or no? No, not in Disney, not yet. Okay, well, there's another thing you need to try. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of my must must dos now. Every time I go. Uh, cool. Uh, so what is, what are we at? Number t- two? Two now? Right? Yeah, number two. God, I totally lost count. <laughs> yeah, I think we're at all two. Right, so, Alright, so keeping it in the park in um, Epcot in the um, United Kingdom, I mean, you can, it can technically be a snack. It is a snack credit on the dining plan. The fish and chips. Oh, is that really a snack credit? It is. You get two pieces of the battered fried goodness, and then you get the chips also. Oh my god, these are the best, hand <laughs> down, fish and chips I have ever had in my life. I, I 
feel like I've had it before, but I, I can't remember. If I don't remember, then I probably didn't have it, because I feel like these would be memorable then. You would, yeah, you would remember these goodies. All right, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to try those then. Is it, so, do you have to sit at the Rose and Crown uh, restaurant, mm-hmm. or can you just, like, go up to the pub, or, yeah, go up to, like, the bar and order them there? No, actually, on the opposite side, there's a little stand. I mean, you can't miss it because the line is so long for them. But there's like a quick service counter on the opposite side. Is there? I I, didn't, I don't know if I've ever seen it. Yeah, there. Interesting. And then you could sit next um, on the opposite. You know, after you order, you could sit down if you could get near it. They have seating along by the water. Okay. Yeah, but, I, I know the seating. Okay. Yeah. Very, it's very hard to get a seat in there, but yeah, <laughs> definitely. There's a little stand. All right, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check this out next time. Do you, uh, do you always get a pint if you're in, uh, if you're in the UK Pavilion? I feel like you have to go to the pub and grab like a pint I, of Guinness or whatever they're serving. I have actually never had a, a beer from anywhere in the uh, World Showcase. Oh, really? Uh, do you, do you yeah. drink or, or no? I do. I love different kind of beers, but I just, I don't know. I never did it. I'm definitely going to do it this year coming up. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, there's there's a lot of cool, um, well, I guess every time I've really drank at Epcot, it's been either during the food and wine. Yeah, for the past three times I've gone to Disney, it was during the food and wine festival and then the Festival of the Arts where there's stands with a lot of alcohol, but um yeah, there's lots of beers and wines, and I don't know what kind of specialty drinks they have outside of the festivals. But, um, but yeah, the the pub in the UK is, I I don't really like going in there because it's just it's really loud. It's always crowded. Yeah. It's tight in there, and it's super loud. And I guess that's an authentic pub in England. I've never been before, um, or I should say the United Kingdom. But yeah, it's always really loud. I don't know if you've ever tried going in there before. I've walked in there once with my dad, and my dad turned on. He's like, "Nope, we're not doing this." <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what happened last time. We were like, hey, "It's just, it's too much. It's too. I can't handle it right now." <laughs> cool. Um, all right, so I am gonna bring us over to the Hollywood Studios. Now, I went back in 2013, uh, and they had. Uh, what, it was a carrot cake cookie, and I can't remember the shop that it was at because it's not there anymore with all of the remodeling. I think it was like Story Point, if I remember. Um, but they had this carrot cake cookie. But once that shop closed down, they like kind of got rid of it, and they they did bring it back though. So I think they brought it back last year, um, but they changed the way the cookie. Um, kind of looked so the carrot cake cookie everything used to be very proportionate it was it was two again it was it was like an Oreo. it was like a big oreo so it was two carrot uh, carrot cake cookies and it had cream cheese filling on the inside and it was a lot of cream cheese filling and good portion size um cookies and they changed it uh, I didn't have the new one because it came out earlier this year, but it seems like it's gone again because I couldn't find where it was located. Um, but the 
there's a lot less cream now and like the cookies are, are thicker. So it's not as proportioned anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm actually looking at it. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, when I had it in 2013, it was phenomenal. It, it's, it, it's stuck in my brain as like one of the best things I've ever eaten. Um, it was so good. Uh, it was just, it was nice and moist. And like I said, it had the cream cheese filling. Um, and it was, it was big. It was a big thing too, but they don't, with all the renovation that's, that's been happening, it's, I don't think you can currently get it. It, it was located, uh, at trolley car treats earlier this year, but it looks like they got rid of that trolley car and they opened up the, I don't know if they opened it up this year or the trolley car cafe. I don't know if that's new or not, but it, it has a lot of just, um, like coffee drinks, but I'm not sure if they have the cookie in there. So um, any listeners that are are familiar with the Care Cake Cookie, if they go to the Trolley Car Cafe, let me know if it's there or not. But so you so you've never heard of heard of it before? I've heard of it. A lot of people talked about it. Oh, okay. I just never like my first trip, I was more like oh my God, give me Mickey Mouse and give me all my favorite characters. And yeah. I didn't pay attention to food. And yeah. last trip, I was all about like the restaurants and like a lot of the quick service, but I never, I never really had a snack. Yeah, it's... It's a sweet snack. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I've, I've become now. I'm more about like f- the food at Walt Disney World now. Um, but yeah, so the Karaka Cookie is phenomenal and I, I hope it makes a triumphant comeback or if it is still there, let me know because I couldn't exactly find if it, it was or not. So cool. All right. Well, um, so before we get to our number one, uh, was there, I think we both said we had six on our list. Do you have a runner up, um, that didn't quite make your top five, but you still love? No, this is, this is the number one. Well, my number one. That's your number one? Okay. So before you give your number one, I'm just going to give my kind of runner-up. Now, it's probably, you literally can get this almost anywhere in uh, Disney Springs, any of the parks, the water parks. You can get it at almost every ice cream stand. The Mickey Bar. The classic Mickey Bar. So please don't tell me this was your number one. No, I actually totally forgot about them, and I eat so many. I know. I I have when I'm at the park, I literally have one a day. I remember oh, I was so bad. One, I remember it was the last day leaving. Uh, last day I was there, I had three bars in one day. It was so bad. I was just like, I can't, I can't stop. Um, but I, I don't know what it is about the Mickey bars, but they're amazing. Because it's Mickey shaped, everything Mickey shaped is better, <laughs> and. Calories don't count in Disney. This absolutely true, absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I just I don't know what it is, but it's just the simple chocolate and the ice cream. And but usually it's just so hot. Maybe because it's so hot out, you just need that nice refreshing treat. Do you think so? Probably. Yeah, and it's it's usually just like it's five dollars, but I don't care. Like it's worth it. So that was kind of my runner up. I didn't want to put it in my quite, uh, quite my top five, but, uh, I do love me some Mickey bars. So, so, all right. Do you, do you want to reveal your number one or should I go first? You think we have the same one? Uh, I, I don't know. Mine's pretty, mine's pretty obscure. I did mention it 
a couple episodes ago, again on the food and wine. But you you go first. All right. So taking a trip to the resort. Oh, okay. You ready for this? Yes. Port Orleans, French Quarter. Let me guess. Actually, uh, you say it. No, go ahead. No, no, you say it. The beignets. Yes. They are better than the real ones in New Orleans. I've been to New Orleans. These are better. <laughs> I I haven't had the ones at French Quarters, but I have had the ones in New Orleans, and I wasn't that impressed with it. No, the one in New Orleans are like heavy and not no these are fluffier and lighter and i ate every single one of them that i could i think you get a serving of three what a snack credit or four i inhaled them it was like eleven thirty at night and that's all i wanted <laughs> yeah i i've i've actually never been to the french quarter uh resort before that's- that's where I'm staying again. Oh, nice. I, I mean, I hear it's absolutely beautiful there. I hear it's amazing. Um, uh, cool. So, yeah, I've, I've actually, I've never, so I've had the beignets over in Disneyland uh, at the Mint Julep over in New Orleans, uh, New Orleans Square. I've had it there, and those are really good. Like, I agree with you. Those were better than uh, the ones in New Orleans, the real New Orleans. So... Um, do, do where do they where do they sell them at the French Quarter? Because I'm not I'm actually in, not that familiar with French Quarter. In the um, in the food court, I'm trying to think of the name of the food court. It's not Floatworks. Actually, Floatworks is Riverside, isn't it? Um, Floatworks yeah. does ring a bell. Maybe that is Riverside. I'm not sure. But and but it is the food court over at the French Quarter. So, okay. Can so can you? Is it just how do they, how does it come? Just like, uh, like a side of. Can you get like three or get like five or like does it like is it one per order or how does it how does it work? It's Sasagula, Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory, by the way. Oh, okay. And I think you get. With my snacks, I think I got three or four. Like, I always do the dining plan, and I I think it's worth it, honestly. Um, I think you get three or four per order, no matter what you, if you have a dining plan or not. I think it's four. And they cook them to order, so they're nice and hot. Oh, great. Okay. And they smother them in powdered sugar, and... Actually, the lady shocked me because I had no idea you can make it an ice cream sundae. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, like you could get your beignets and then they top like a huge amount of vanilla ice cream on top of it. Oh, okay. I, I think in the fall they have pumpkin ones too. Have you <gasps> have you heard about that? Yes. Yeah. Am I I'm not lying, right? That's I'm pretty no, sure that's a no, thing. No, you're not. Okay. All right, cool. So yeah, one I I definitely have to make it over to French Quarter because I do I do hear it's fantastic. Um, and if I go, I'll definitely get the beignets over there. So, all right, cool. Um, all right, so for number my number one, I did like I said I mentioned it again uh, a few episodes ago. Um, but we're going back over to Epcot and we're going to the Germany Pavilion. Uh, we're stopping in 
Caramel Coucher. I think that's how you say it. Probably. Yes, that's how you say it. Yeah, I, that's what I assumed. Um, and it, um, we're going to be getting the caramel uh, apple oatmeal cookie. Um, oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it is by far my favorite snack and out of all the ones i've tried in disney world it's my favorite snack um now if you don't know caramel kosher it has all werther's uh caramel there so pretty much all of their it's a it's a pastry shop or i guess you call it pastry shop or bakery it's a bakery that um that everything is just covered in werther's caramel uh now the the cookie is oatmeal cookies are my by far my favorite cookie like any kind of oatmeal cookie i'll just i'll scoff it up um but this thing is just it's so soft it's it's nice and moist and it's huge it is it's so big um and then they just drizzle the the werther's caramel on top um have you ever had this before no i i want the unhealthy round i got the top Oh, the, I've actually never gotten the popcorn, but that looks really good too. Everything in there looks so good. Um, but yeah, that's that's my favorite snack. It's it's just something I have to get every time. I've I've gotten it the last three times that I've gone, um, and it's it's always going to be a stop I need to make every time I go to Germany. So please do me a favor. Next time you go, get one of these cookies. Sure. Cool. Um, all right. Well, those, those are our top five snacks. So, um, here w- real quick, do a quick rundown. What were your top five snacks in order? Just do a quick run- rundown and name them. Uh, and their, the beignets. and their locations. What? If you, uh, if you can remember. Yeah. The beignets in Port Orleans, French quarter, the, uh, Palmer in Epcot, France pavilion. The Citrus Swirl in Magic Kingdom, the Fish and Chips in Epcot in United Kingdom. I think that was it. Uh, how many did you name? I lost count. Was that four? Oh, 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 Thank and you. the Sour Gummy Worm. Ah, uh, yes. Don't want to forget those. Located anywhere. Think anywhere you, in the business. You, you pretty much like any, uh, any like any um, uh, like Door. gift shop. Yeah, pretty much like any like where they have like just shirts. I think like you, they're usually by the counters, and sometimes they're on racks and stuff. Um, cool. Uh, so yeah, my quick rundown are the cinnamon glazed almonds or pecans, depending on how you're feeling, at the uh, the Mahindi uh, Shack uh, in Africa at Animal Kingdom, uh, and then we have the Cheshire Cattail, which is at the Cheshire Cafe in Fantasyland. We have the croissant donut, also known as the cronut, but Disney can't call it the cronut. Uh, we have that at the refreshment port in Epcot. Uh, then we have the carrot cake cookie, which is kind of MIA right now, I think. Uh, I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't find if it's still at the parks or not. Um, and, but it was last located at Hollywood Studios, so I need to do some investigation to see if this cookie is still available. And then we have uh, the Caramel Apple Oatmeal Cookie at Caramel Coucher in the Germany Pavilion over in Epcot. So, cool. Well, I mean, I think this was, this was good. This was a good conversation. How do you feel about it? I'm 
starving. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you said you just got back from work, so you're probably you're probably hungry. <laughs> but um, all right, cool. Well, well, Nikki, thanks thanks a lot for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, I I hope you had I hope you had fun. Um, and I hope to have you on the podcast again some sometime soon. Would you want to do that? Absolutely. All right, cool. So yeah, we'll we'll have to plan something out and uh, and see see what we want to do. But um, all right, well, so Nikki, I will talk to you soon, and thanks again for coming on the show. I'll talk to you later, okay? All right, bye. Bye. everyone so that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode now i had a lot of fun this week and nikki i just want to thank you once again for coming on the show and and helping me out um so again quick quick news week uh i had a few things to talk about um and then we talked about our snacks so i hope uh, again i hope you like that segment so uh, in that note, uh, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you could do that over on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts. Um, just if you can, re- leave a review. It'll really help us out. Uh, if you're, you haven't been to the website yet, you can check out all the episodes there. Uh, you can check us out at excesspresspodcast.com. Uh, if you're not following me on or following us on social media, uh, you can do so over at Excess Press Podcast. On you can do that on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, and if you want to shoot me an email, uh, any questions, comments you might have, you could do that at Excess Press Podcast at gmail.com. Um, now, if you're subscribed to the Anchor app, uh, you can actually send me a voice message. Um, I really would love someone to send me a voice message. I feel like that would be a really cool feature of the show where uh, every week I can answer and play, I could play and answer someone's either question or if they have a tip about the park or parks or anything like that. It would just be, it would be a fun thing to do on the show. So be the first one. I, I challenge someone to be the first person to send me a voice message so I could play it on the show. Um, I would love to be able to do that. So. Uh, yeah, you could do that over on the Anchor app if you're subscribed over there. So, um, but yeah, so just thanks for tuning in once again and for your support of the show. And this is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage. Bon voyage.